Hey there, rugby league fans. So glad you could join us again. What a pleasure. We have a big show for you. This is episode 206 of Rugby League in America. I'm your host, Dustin Zare. And as always, he's the Mario to my Luigi. Mr. Jim Powers. Jim, what's going on, buddy? Well, that, that makes a lot of sense considering you're working on your basement. So you, you, you probably need a plumber. So that's, I need a couple plumbers. Uh, I need, need a drywall guy oh, and a painter. It's on me, Luigi. I mean, I, I grew up in the New York area. I, can, I, I grew up it's with insane. all the Italians in New York. See, I, I, I can do it. I gave you the credit. I said, you're the Mario to my Luigi. So it's well, given, you know. You're, you're the one who does all the work. So I'm, I'm, more, I'm, more, of the, I'm more of the Luigi. Uh, shout, shout, out, shout out to James Kahn, seeing as we're yeah, talking about New York. Uh, oh, man. Jeez. That's uh, <laughs> so sad. Cuts, cuts at your heart right there. Uh, man. Anyway. Uh, well, here we are. Rugby League in America, episode 206 on the greatest rugby league media network known to man. Uh, that is the Chasing Kangaroos Media Network. And Jim, I don't know if you listen to Mr. Carboni, uh, as as we all should, uh, but on a regular basis, most recently, uh, he has been calling himself the Rugby League Don, thanks just to you and I. Oh, well, you know, Zio Carboni. He's... I'm glad. I'm glad he accepted his role as, he is. Uh, as what he is. That's good. That's good. He, we, we have to, he, we'll have to do this show one day. We'll have to get him to come. We'll do it in Little Italy in New York. Yeah, we'll, there we go. We'll, we'll he has been it. calling himself the Don. He has been there referring to the media, uh, Chasing Kangaroos Media Network. He didn't use the word conglomerate, which I used last time, which I thought was pretty great. Uh, last time uh, that you all joined us on the podcast, uh, we said a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, we upset some people. Surprise, surprise. What else is new? Um, oh, we have an action packed show full today, right? So we've got, we're going to talk about things like we always do. We've got uh, one of our great segments where we cover all of our scores from around uh, the Americas. And there's lots of scores, lots of things to talk about. Uh, our rumors and whispers segment, Jim, was received very well by people which I know you love. I mean, who doesn't love some good rumors and whispers? I, I love those. I know. The, we've got a section that we're going to title uh, News Controversies and Who Blocked Us on Social Media This Week. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk, we'll talk about that. <laughs> What's that? Do you want to do you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm literally like I was two seconds away from it, but that's okay, fine. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm jumping on you. I'm small. No, that's fine. I mean, we'll, we'll be all right. Uh, but we're going to get to a lot of stuff. Uh, but we do want to introduce our guest as Jim stole the thunder from Sorry. I know it's fine. We're three minutes in and we should have done it already. So my fault. Uh, he is a sports writer. Um, he has done stuff for the uh, Yahoo Sports for the NHL, the Oilers, Hockey News, um, an SI Now contributor as well. He's also a reporter. He has been or was a reporter for Sky on Sky Sports for Inside the Super League. He is not from England, though. So those people who criticized him on the, that show can piss off. He is from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. He's the host of the Avery Sports Show with Brad and Avery. Mr. Avery Lewis McDougal, what's going on, Avery? Gentlemen, thank you. What an intro. What an intro listening off all my links. I know it's quite a few places I've worked at before, but you got them all, Dustin. <laughs> I, listen, I got to give you the accolades because Jim and I got none. You're by far the most accomplished media person that has ever deigned to come on our show. So this is. 
Listen, he's, hey, got, I, he's got he's got the check mark on Twitter. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, That's no, cool. he has the blue check mark. This is this is a high point for us. This is <laughs> we're, we're living large now. Uh, so you know, Avery, you know, you've covered a lot of stuff. Um, you mm. do cover rugby. You know, you're a hockey guy. Trust me, I yeah. know Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, Oilers fans. We were talking about it before we started recording. But uh, obviously, you're a big rugby guy. You covered Wolfpack. You covered you know things like that. What, what's kind of exciting you right now in in rugby league maybe in just in canada but you know anywhere else right now i would say in terms of rugby league i love the fact that rugby league hasn't died off i mean yes the wolf packs <laughs> were expelled from super league as a whole we can get into that as well too the whole garbage about them not being a super league team anymore but the fact that local programs are still active they're still there's still programs in ontario there's still teams playing in bc the fact that the sport has not died off because it, it, it could have, the attention could have died off as much as it could have when the Wolfpack went away from being a pro- proper professional team in, in England. I love the fact that there's still action in Ontario and BC, which is big because there's more rugby league to enjoy and watch than just the pro level of the game, I feel. Yeah, you're right. That, that 100%. Man, that's definitely uh, true. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's that that leads perfectly into everything else that we're going to talk about today. And and obviously, we we wanted to bring you know, we want to bring people on that are from all different backgrounds. Uh, we're setting up stuff to talk about uh, talk with some people from down in Brazil. Um, that hopefully will be maybe not next episode, but the the one after that because there's some great stuff going on down there. As we talk about uh, with all the news going on, we want to jump right into it, Jim. You want to oh give the intro to your famous segment? Dun, dun, dun. Scores from around the Americas. Echo effect, echo effect, echo effect. <laughs> All right. So heading out to uh, out, out in the general vicinity of our guest, Rugby League British Columbia. So, and this is, there's a lot of V's in here. This is, this is, I had to do some vocal exercises before I, before we, we do this. <laughs> round four. <laughs> no, they're right in round four. It's crazy. Yeah. It's flying by. Because they're actually playing games. This is what happens when you actually play games You're in a nice, normal schedule. Not pointing that at anyone in particular, but you know who you are. So, <laughs> Rugby League British Columbia round four, the Vancouver Dragons 30, the Vancouver Valley Vipers. Who really? They need they need like leather jackets with their name on it. That's just the best. Yeah, like three V's, like right stacked. Three, yeah, like it. like the old like the old Canucks jerseys that had the V's, the big deep V's. That that's yeah. what they need. And the yeah, V's it works. It's it's you know the chevrons big in rugby league. Yeah, there you go. So Vancouver Dragons thirty, Vancouver Valley Vipers seventy. Whew. Oh my goodness gracious! That's, that's, that's a big Jeez. point total. That's a big, yeah, that is a, that is a hammering, kind of like what Calgary laid down on the Elks last night while we're talking about. <laughs> wow. Go there, right? Eh? Wow. <laughs> I did mention last night's game. Avery, That's- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm a Rough Riders fan, man. I got to get my jigs in on the Elks whenever I can. <laughs> so there are people listening to this go, no idea what you're just talking about. That's uh, Canadian Football League for those of you. The not- CFL. So CFL. the Vipers putting up big numbers after the tie against the, uh, the, uh, the Whistle Wolves last week. And then the Wolves uh, laid down a, a, a heavy beating on uh, on the, the other Valley team, the Valley Warriors. Whistler Wolves 50, uh, Valley Warriors 24. Whew. That's that's a lot of points. 50 points is a lot. 70 points is ridiculous. 50 points is also pretty good. And yeah. then uh, Point Grey Thunder just just running away with it. Um, they, they seem to be the, the, uh, the, uh, they're probably the best team in North Ooh, America right now. Don't say, don't say that. Oh, I'm going to get, get, get in trouble. Point Great Thunder 44, Coastal Cougars. The Coastal Cougars not from Florida. <laughs> 20. 
So the standings right now, Vipers are number one with that big win against the Dragons. Thunder are number two. Oh, so maybe they're not the best team in North America. Whistle Wolves are three. The Coastal Cougars, not from Florida, are four. The Warriors are five. And the Vancouver Dragons are taking up the wooden spoon position. Yeah, that's uh, good because after, after last after last week, remember we had talked about we didn't know whether or not the uh, the Wolves or Cougars, depending on point differentiation, you know, total point scored versus total given up. We didn't know right. whether it was the Cougars or the, uh, the Wolves going in there. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Good, good, good stuff over there. Oh, yeah. And uh, next week we've got, uh, well, the next round, rather, you've got uh, the Valley Warriors taking on the Dragons. Uh, The Wolves are going to try to move up and uh, take out the Point Grey Thunder. And then the the Vancouver Valley Vipers in the pole position are going to try to take out the Coastal Cougars who are not from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty exciting. So Avery, I, I got a question for you. Um, yes. In the, uh, in the past couple of weeks, Jim has kind of picked one of his favorites. Uh, I think was it the warriors that you picked was your, like, oh, I love the Valley warriors, man. I love them because it reminds me of this 1979 movie, the warriors, which is like, my favorite <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I guess. that's, they need a guy with three, three beer cans, clinking them, three beer bottles, clinking them before every game that they need it. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously he's picked them. I'm actually leaning towards more my team as the uh, the Vancouver Valley Vipers, because I'm going to go with that 3V that we got going on there. Uh, if, if you were to pick a team, Avery, <laughs> on the spot <laughs> that you're going to follow and support from here on out and never relinquish uh, <laughs> affiliation. Oh, about, put, put the poor guy on the spot here. <laughs> on the spot. Ooh, that's a good question. That's a great question. Would I go? I would go with, I would go with Whistler. I would go with Whistler Wolves, honestly. I would be a great logo. They do. No, they have an amazing logo. And a, any sports team that has rocked with the has rocked with the wood name Wolves has had great branding, great marketing. Any team has rocked Wolves, no matter if it's rugby yeah, league, do. basketball, yeah. any sport, they had great marketing. I feel they do. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Cool. Any anything else going on in, in Canada, there, Jim? Ah, uh, yes. The women's coming, uh, round two of the women's games. Uh, oh, nice. My 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 beloved Valley Warriors uh, <laughs> are going to uh, are going to take on the the Vancouver Dragons in round two of the women's game. That's awesome. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they're playing it there. They're, I mean, that's start for preparation for them for World Cup. Right? Yeah, we have to. We have to give rugby league. British Columbia is just quietly. Everyone else is in what we could mildly describe as chaos. And well, the, I mean, to a degree in the U.S. Right? Like in the U.S. US in the U.S. In the U.S. And 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 rugby league. British Columbia is just quietly. Not. I mean just calmly, quietly going about their business, actually playing games and having a functional women's competition and just doing it the way it should be done. So we have to give a big round of applause to Rugby League British Columbia for, for setting an example uh, for, for us uh, uh, poor Americans. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was waiting for Avery to just throw like some brag points in there and be like, yeah, you guys. No, I, it's too nice. It's too nice. Yeah, I appreciate that. You mentioned Jim Women's Game. You know, one thing in Canada, you know, I, I'll admit, I, I admit I should be doing more of this though, is promoting the women's team because they're going to be playing in a World Cup and yeah. they're not getting any attention from our national broadcasters, be it oh, TSN, sports, which I think kind of sucks because we want to be seen as a more of a sports country and we got to we gotta probably promote this fact that they're playing in a World Cup. This is this is not a common thing for Canadians to play in a World Cup in a rugby league. So yeah. we're not getting as much attention on these girls, which I think is very uh, poor. Yeah. Come on, CBC. Come on, CBC. What are you doing? I mean, I mean, yeah, CSN, you, you, CBC. 
like for, for broadcasting, you need dominates, of course. You need, of course, dominant code up here. But rugby league, I mean, women's game is growing here in Canada, and we're not getting attention to them on a bigger platform, which I think sucks. Yeah. Women, we, women yeah, deserve it. Suck. They, 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 they really do. They really, I mean, you, you, it's not very often that a team from, I mean, not, you know, I mean, the Canadian soccer has finally made it back to, to yeah. a soccer World Cup, but they, they could kind of piggyback on that and say, speaking of World Cups, you know, yeah, and then kind of go from there. Yeah. I think that that's just, you know, for, for them, you know, you, Avery, you said like the rugby union is dominant up there, but mm-hmm. the men's rugby union is not exactly doing so well. Like they didn't <laughs> no, make they the missed the World Cup. No. They lost to Chile. <laughs> and so, you know, and now you're not lost to Chile, but they lost to, um, they lost to the U.S. And so they, they're now, they're completely out of it now. And so they, yeah, it's good. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, okay. Let's move down to the other location, another location that's doing great stuff for rugby league. And that of course is Jamaica, uh, down there in the NCC, the national club championship. Uh, you know, Jim, you were talking about big scores. Uh, there, there was a big score in, in week four, uh, that we'll get to uh, week three though. Uh, saw the JDF warriors, one of Jim's favorite taking on the bulls. Uh, I love it. Love it. Yeah, the Warriors. So, you know, the Warriors put up 16, but the Bulls came on top with 42. We had tries, a handful of tries from a couple of different people. Uh, Ronaldini Frazier, uh, obviously we talked about him last week. He did, again, scoring tries left and right. Delano Smith had a pair, and uh, I, I think Adolph Gale may have been their their lone kicker. I think he had seven conversions on the day. Uh, for, the, uh, uh, for the Warriors, a uh, handful of tries from Courtney Dennis, Devon Thomas, and Romario Wright. Uh, moving on the second game of that day, Dehaney Park Red Sharks, who are leading the way right now, took on Laguania Dragons. The Red Sharks had uh, two guys score a hat trick, uh, just dominating. Wow. So Jensen Morris and Miguel Facey. Uh, I hope I'm saying the right guys. Like, let us know if we're saying it wrong. <laughs> I think, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Yeah. So I think. Brent, uh, the bi- a big one on the day is uh, one person was placed on report. Um, we love seeing that, right? So this is what we see on our end is we go online and we look at what's going on in Jamaica, you know, and you can say, Hey, do you have tries? Sometimes they have recaps. That's what we're trying to work with, um, here at the podcast with British Columbia. So we can get little match recaps so we can, you know, tell you everybody rather than you going on a reading, you can just come on listen to us and we'll tell you about the recap of the game. What's going on. Is what's going on. Right. And what they're doing down in, you know, in the U S if we can never do that, just tell us who scores. That's all we want to know. Like it's good yeah. stuff. In that third game of week three, we had Spanish town Vikings nail biter against the Kingston West Kingston hyenas, 14, 12 to the Vikings. A uh, couple tries uh, for the, uh, for Shayon Bailey, uh, Tajay Lynch and Joseph Bailey. I wonder if they're a brother combination on that for the Spanish. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, and then the hyenas had actually uh, two players score two tries. So, but they didn't come out on the win. So uh, good match over there overall looked like, and then a week four, we didn't actually get a report for week four, but we got scores. Uh, the Warriors continued their their winning ways for the 30-10 victory over Spanish Town Vikings. The Washington Bulls, Washington Boulevard Bulls, I should be careful with that, 56-6 over the Guania Dragons. And in an absolute murdering, the Duhaney Red Sharks, who are leading the way in the NCC over the Young Crocs, 106 106- to six. Oh wow. Whew. Six. Wow. Uh, Avery, 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 you're shaking your head there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, how bad that was. that's how bad that was. 
I don't care. I, I don't care what level of rugby league you're in. If you're allowing 100 points, it's a bad sign. You've had a bad day. It hasn't been good. So, no. um, back to the drawing board for that one. Yeah, coming up this week, you've got the Warriors playing Portmore, who were off uh, last week. Young Crocs will take on Spanish Town Vikings, and the Red Sharks will take on the Washington Bulls. I was, I think, is one great thing here, right? So when we do our ranking systems that we've started for the first time ever on the top teams, right? You know, the teams that you constantly that we've seen on there right now are like the Red Sharks leading the way in Jamaica. We've seen the the valley vipers the point gray thunder have kind of done some spots in the in the canadian up in the rlbc and in the u.s you've got like tampa and jacksonville fighting it out so it's gonna be interesting kind of see people ask us like how are we ranking them honestly ad hoc like you know we're just saying like okay they've scored a lot yeah. of points they're winning they're top of their league they you know right. points given points difference i mean we can't really compare this is just for fun like so anybody that criticizes how we're ranking teams like overall yeah. in each competition you, you may be blowing fun. you may be blowing that a little out of proportion right like give me a break so uh, but bit. yeah red, red sharks at top of the league followed by the the bulls warriors hyenas portmore luania Spanish Town and then Young Crocs were bringing up last. I do think that the Young Crocs are an academy team, so like should be. It is an academy. So yeah, be, I mean you you can cut them. Yeah, you can cut them slack on that end, but still, yeah. I mean, a hundred points is yeah. And uh, that right there is all the scores from Jamaica the past two weeks. Jim, yes, sir. What's next? Next, we are going to discuss Estados Unidos and what is going on down here in America. American scores. Um, matches, we are, matches are being played. We, games are being played. Games are being played. Thank God. So uh, we are in week. Well, we were in week three of the USIRL down in Florida. Uh, Tampa Mayhem 20 and the Southwest Florida Copperheads. One of my favorite, the most specific location sports team name in American sports. I don't know. Listen, we, well, it's American, yes. I'll say because we do yeah, have the uh, <laughs> we do have the Washington Boulevard Bulls for the. I know, yeah, that's, that's very wow. <laughs> that can, I mean, that would be like that would be like if the Knicks referred to themselves as like the Seventh Avenue Knicks. Like that's really amazing. <laughs> I, I love it. Or if the yeah. Celtics were the Causeway Street Celtics, like that's incredible. I love it. I love that though. That's great. The more hyper local you are, really, I think that's better. I'm, I'm I'm not making fun of Southwest Florida. I think that's great. Like if that's an identity that people, I'm not from Florida, so yeah. I don't know if that's. I, I guess it is. I mean, if that's if if Southwest Florida is an identity that people identify with, 100 percent take credit for that. Yeah. But uh, they only scored six points, so they did not win that game. Tampa yeah. 20, Southwest Florida six, and then uh, Jacksonville Axemen. Uh, th- this this is South. Oh boy, this is this is not great, really. Uh, Jacksonville 80. And uh, the South Florida speed zero, and it was a forfeit. Uh, South Florida having uh, some problems. We we hope they can they can uh, get their act together. I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, they have a lot of ambition. They have a lot of they have a lot of drive. They 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 have their heads in the right place. They they just seem to be having a problem getting enough people out and uh, and playing the game really. Um. So the can standing. I, I say, can I say? Can I say something controversial? No. Not on this show. I'm kidding. Of course. That's why we're here. Go ahead. Get, okay. So get here's mad at us. Avery's laughing over there. I love that. Um, we just brought Avery on to laugh in the background. We're just gonna we're just gonna get up and laugh. <laughs> we're involving Avery more as we go along. Don't Not worry. True. Go through go through speeds. We're okay. saving him. He's the secret weapon. Right. Okay. So here's here's the issue that I have. Um, USARL has said 
we have a team, we have four, four teams down in the USA rail South, right? Jacksonville. Great. Tampa. Great. Copperhead's great. Doing great things. South Florida. I know Ryan Forsten. I know the guys are down there. They're doing, they're, they're trying, right? But they played against the Copperheads and they played against Jacksonville and they, both games were like 80 something to not a lot. Right. And then right. what I have a problem with is the last week with trying to figure out, Hey, Jacksonville speed, why didn't the game happen? What's going on? Like we're sending messages out. Like I said, Sunday, Monday, it's independence day. And I'm sitting there going, Hey, what happened to the scores? Like, I want to give everybody like the updates on what happened this weekend in the USARL. And I obviously I see Tampa, I see Copperheads. Like, okay, great. Where's the Jackson Jacksonville posted like, Hey, you had a great game and blah, blah, blah. And everybody was wearing like an, two different versions of a Jacksonville Jersey. Like nobody said yeah. that the that game was a forfeit. I'm like, listen, if it's a forfeit, it's a forfeit. Like, you know, I, again, like it, we, like, I know that the guys down, like we said it before and, I, and I'll say it again. Like I know that they want to do great things down in South Florida in my, in Miami area for the most part. But I mean, they've got a lot of young guys who young guys as in not a lot of rugby league experience, but right. they're not actually like, they just didn't take a team up to go play Jacksonville. Like that's, I mean, it is what it is. So in my mind, you don't have four teams down in no. you have like three and a half, right? Because yeah, you don't know yeah. when you're going to get, you know, you don't know when you're going to get that extra cut players enough to play a full right. 13 side. Right. That's, that's anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's not easy to, you know, I've said this on the show a bunch of times. You know, I come from the world of soccer. I know how difficult it is to get people together for amateur sports. People have lives, but, you know, this isn't, no one's getting paid here. This isn't like, you know, you're not this, this isn't MLS or anything, but at the same time, you know, if you, if you have a team that can't reliably get out 13 guys and you don't really have a team, that's, that's, yeah. it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's sad. I, and yeah, nothing against them. I know how difficult that is and it is really hard and I have nothing but respect for, for, you know, the guys at, at South Florida speed. I know they're really trying their best, but it's, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Avery, your thoughts. I think he, oh, Avery muted himself. <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, I didn't want to laugh. I didn't want to laugh too hard about that. Oh my God. Uh, Go for but, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I don't know how this, if it happens up in your area, but if, if somebody is regularly not putting out te- enough players, I mean, what's, what's the take from a Canadian standpoint? You're looking at this going, okay, this team is yeah, put up, has given up 80 points plus the past two matches and then has to forfeit a game. What, what, what's your takeaway? You know, if I was in charge up here, that team would either have to be before it's forfeit or leave the league because it brings the league down entirely as a whole. If that keeps on happening where a team isn't playing well or isn't showing up, it brings the league as a whole as a it makes the whole thing look very embarrassing, makes it look very amateurish. And to a certain point up here, there'd be an ultimatum that would probably come in saying, hey, listen, either show up with a full team or try to improve or else you're out of here, which should be the way. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's opportunities to, to, to figure some stuff out there. And uh-huh. I think that that's something that they can do hopefully moving forward. Right. So listen, again, I'm all for the South Florida. Like I love this. I love the speed, love the concept. I've talked with Ryan Forsen. Like I've yeah. talked with some of the guys down there. They're great people. The logo is great. And they're trying to yeah, do a great logo. Stuff. But at the same time, the issue that we have is just, it's, it's not competitive. I mean, it's not competitive from the standpoint of like, you're not getting your full team out there. You're not, you know, when you forfeit a match, it says a lot about what's going on with the mm-hmm. team. Anyway. No, that's the standards brought down entirely when it happens. Yeah. Stepping off my soapbox, Jim, you can continue. <laughs> 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 We're back on the ground here. So yeah, the standings are, uh, 
Tampa in first place, Jacksonville Axbet in second place, Southwest Florida in third, and South Florida in fourth. And then in the women's game, uh, the Axe women, 44, Tampa Mischief, which I love that, Mayhem and Mischief, that's really great. Uh, that they they were they uh, mischief scored twenty four points so Axe women forty four mischief twenty four, and then week four is coming up. Jacksonville Axe men are going to play Tampa Mayhem at five thirty, and then uh, the women's game Jacksonville Axe women are going to play the Tampa Mischief at three thirty, and then we're going to head on up to Delaware. This is the most exciting thing that has ever happened in the state of Delaware. In the history of the state of Delaware, <laughs> this is it. Nobody, nobody, the only, nobody knows anything about Delaware other than that's where Joe Biden is from. This is that's it, and they have the world's most boring license plates. That's this is it. And so the the, they're so boring. Oh my god! It just says Delaware, the first state. If you're the first state, wouldn't you spend some money and have like a really banging license plate? Like go all out. It it oh, drives me crazy. Yeah. Yep. So, so what happened and, to Delaware? In Delaware, they had the so, and we're still there. Was some this was interesting. So, teams that had been affiliated with the USARL in the past and had comp had, had made up the USARL North uh, got together uh, in Delaware, but they're not officially affiliated with the USARL anymore. Yeah, that, was, that, because, that, was, that was that controversy we brought up last week. With yeah, just in case anybody <laughs> forgot. So, uh, unofficially, because there were no official winners, unofficially, uh, the New York Freedom, who is Mark Offerdahl's operation, who left NIRL earlier in the year, uh, they were the they were the unofficial winners of the competition. Um, Brooklyn was there, Brooklyn Kings, uh, Delaware Black Foxes, uh, Philadelphia Fight, Boston 13s. Uh, there were players from the D.C. Cavalry that were involved. There were supposed to be players from the Columbus Voyagers, who we have now been hearing about since 20, I think, 2018. Uh, they were supposed to be there, but we don't know. We can't get any hard information on that. So if you're out there and you're listening and you know, or if you are someone who actually is affiliated with the Columbus Voyagers, please get in touch. We would love to talk to you. Rumor is they didn't make the voyage. Oh, boy. Uh, well, they, <laughs> they haven't left port I mean, oh, literally, good nice. Oh, I know. I come from a seaside city. I, I should. Know. I should be able to. I should make these nautical references myself. So but there, there, there were matches that were played. Matt, games were played. This was good. I'm not denigrating. Games were it, very good. Games were played. Uh, Brooklyn Kings, 24 points. Uh, combination team of Black Foxes and the fight. The, the fighting points. foxes. Remember. The Fighting Foxes, that's right. The the Delphi Fighting Foxes. This is like during World War II when the Steelers and the Eagles played together as the Steagles. <laughs> yep. I love that. Or uh, the Cardinals in, in Pittsburgh were Card Pit. Yeah. Uh, the Card Pits because they didn't win any games. Yeah. And then uh, New York Freedom 24. This is why they're the unofficial winners. New York blanked my 13s 24 nothing, And then New York 26 Fighting Foxes 12. And then they played a 40 minute divided into two 20 minute halves 13s game uh, where a where a New York super team of the Kings and the Freedom uh, played an everybody else team. Del Del Bossville. Phil Del Boss. <laughs> Phil Del Boss. <laughs> it's something somebody I used to work for on Long Island. You know, Phil Del Boss. He's, he's yeah. from, uh, you know, he's from Massapequa. 
Yeah. <laughs> so he's in heating and air conditioning. He's in heating and air. Oh yeah, Phil Delbloss, man. He, yeah, he did all the pipes in my house. So <laughs> Brooklyn Freedom Kings, New York, thirty-six. Phil Delbloss, eight, and uh, players from DC Cavalry were involved in there as well. Yeah. All right. So do we do we want to talk about this, or do we just want to sweep it under the rug? Oh man, I don't know. We, right. we, we, why, why don't Why don't we ask our guest? Avery, do you want to? Would you like to? Uh, would you like some a little further information about this uh, this situation for the Delaware Nines? Oh, I would. Yes. <laughs> okay, so then we'll get your opinion on it, right? All uh, right. First, 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 first uh, point of note. Note of yeah, uh, first point to be made um, on the day that the Delaware Nines took place was the same exact day and same exact time as the Axe Woman and the Mischief in the women's game, and I can tell you hands down 110% the quality level of streaming the match between Jacksonville and Tampa Bay and the women's side was exponentially better than I'm just going to say it than the rubbish that was put out for Delaware like listen I know Tristan if you're listening I know that you can like I'm sorry man like we know you tried no you tried right but at the same time you are putting out a you're putting out a, a tournament quote unquote and I, I use that word very loosely because it was it was just a get together to play some nines like that's all it was and this is where i'm really gonna jump on my soapbox it was a get together to play some nines you like just put an iphone up or something and just put it on a tripod and move it around like it, there, it doesn't take much to do better streaming and have match scores and things like that like i like, it was rough no play-by-play not much of anything to to the people down in jacksonville who did the match Effing kudos to you, man. Like that was great stuff. Like you did. Yeah, it looked great. That was that's the level awesome. that we need to get to. That's the level that all teams should be at right now. There's apps that can do it. I've downloaded one myself and tested it out the other day. I'll, I'll, let me know. I'll tell you what it is. Anyway, the issue with the nines, Mr. Avery, uh, was that this was touted as getting four teams together, having people from, you know, Steve Mascord and others said, oh, the Columbus Voyagers are going to make their long-awaited appearance and blah, 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 all this stuff. And, you know, Brooklyn Kings and all these teams are coming coming back and playing. From the reports that we've had, Jim only gave three scores, like, of nines. So only three matches of nines were played. From the reports and the people that we've talked to and our journalism, uh, most teams did barely came with enough to play. And if it weren't for some of the DC guys coming up and playing from the Calvary, those matches actually probably wouldn't have taken place. The two, the, the 13s game was two 20 minute halves. Okay. So you, in my mind, you can't call this a nines tournament. Again, they call it unofficial winners, right? Should this even be considered a tournament? And would you consider this even a, you know, a league at this point? You know, just playing some friendly nines like this is to me, it sounds like guys getting in the backyard and just playing some nines. No, that's not a tournament at all. If you want to call it, if you want to call it friendly, sure, by all means, but a proper tournament or a proper competition of some sort. No, not at all. Especially when you have um, times being shortened, not of players coming or varsity. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, like not at all. No, that's friendly. That's not a tournament in any, any, any way. If you were to ask somebody else, even if you ask somebody who didn't even know the sport, they would say the exact same thing too. No, that's not a tournament at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, just I, 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 we're, we're just making sure we're not crazy. No, you guys <laughs> aren't. You're speaking a lot of truth there with that. <laughs> here's here's Thank the problem. Thank you, Avery. I know, right? 
here's the problem that I have with, with the whole thing is like you're promoting it. Like the U.S. Aero is promoting it saying, hey, we're getting together. We're going to play a nines tournament and round robin, blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff happens. And then nothing. And it doesn't happen. Right. And you're promoting this as though, hey, this is a kickoff. We're getting back together. We're, you know, I, we keep hearing the same thing over again. And after long awaited and we're playing more games this year. This goes back to what I said about the South. You officially have three full teams in the South and a, a half team that you know has to forfeit some game and plays other games in the North. Ye, what do you have? Nothing. I'm not nothing, but I mean, I, I, I can understand from the perspective of, you know, I mean, Mark offered all jumped in on, on, on the USARL Twitter account and was yelling at them. Like, yeah. Don't make it sound like we're all getting back together, you know, whatever. And I can understand that. And, and again, it goes back to what I said about the speed. I know how hard it is to get, Right. It you is. know, people together to to play games and especially traveling. You know, it's not a short distance from Boston to Delaware. It's not a short distance from yeah. New York to Delaware. It's, yeah. it's a shorter distance from Philadelphia to Delaware. That that's pretty much right there. So that yeah. uh, that's a little disheartening that they that the that the fight who have existed for quite some time uh, were unable to get on the field as themselves. I mean, former multiple time former champions of the league. Um. And I COVID and I understand all that. But yeah, at the same time, if you're going to say, you know, you, you there just has to be some transparent. I mean, God almighty, how many times have we said this? There just has to be some transparency. You you If you're going to play a tournament, there have to be identifiable teams. There have to be there's to be a winner. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe kick in a couple of bucks and go down to the local sporting goods store and get a trophy. Uh, you know, there it's good on the one hand, of course, it's good that games are being played. Awesome. Terrific. Right, yeah. Rugby yeah, sure. league is being played in the United States. Praise be to God. Like awesome. It's great to see the, the, the freedom actually get out on the field after two years of existing. I feel like at this point, two years, maybe a little more than two years and they haven't actually played games. It's great. They had enough players. Fantastic. Uh, it, it's great to see my hometown team out there. Uh, yeah. Not the first team in Boston I rooted for, but the second team in Boston, the one that still exists. Yeah, uh, it's great to see them active again. It's it's good to see Delaware active again. It's good to see you know this is good on one hand. On the other hand, yowzers, yeah. like just it's, it's, honestly from and again I I'm gonna people are gonna get pissed and whatever <laughs> that's fine you get mad at me I don't give a shit. Um, you know it's part of the the conversation saying like how do you make it better. How do you do the things that are going to help promote it? This doesn't, to my mind, yeah, you get together and it's people like, oh, I was just glad to get some games in. Right. Yeah, but you had three nines and a a half of a 13s. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's great to get some games in, but did it, did it do anything to help grow the game? Did you promote it anywhere else? Did you get people who weren't fans out to the game? Like, if you're going to do this, then do it right. Right. Don't. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, okay. People we could be here for days. People are just going to get mad at me. And just we, like, we, 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 you're we, negative. Be here for a few days. I agree. Do it right. Because as someone who's worked in multiple sports over my career, it's like, if you want me taking seriously, put in a serious effort and actually don't come in because this kind of stuff, it looks amateurish. If you want me taking seriously as a sport, it looks amateurish. Yeah. And granted, we are, they are amateurs. They're not getting paid. But at the same time, it looks, it looks, yeah, just because, like, just because it's amateur doesn't mean it has to be amateur. Your amateurish yeah. is an insult. You know, I mean, yeah. it's you don't. Yeah, have like to be. You, can, you can 
you can be you can be an amateur competition or amateur league, but the production and and how you and how you plan your games can be run professionally, even if you're an amateur team. Yeah, right. I get it. Okay, let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> Next area, um, we'll, we'll, we'll finish it off down in South America, talking down with the the Brazils, the Brazilian league down there. I do love those guys. Uh, they have been super active on social media recently. Um, no no games were played last week. They got games coming up this, this weekend, though. Uh, they're also ramping up preparations for the Women's World Cup. And with the, f- the first two national camps will be running here in about two weeks. Um, and then this coming weekend, uh, we have the defending premiers, the Sao Paulo Raiders, will be playing Moringa Hawks in the third round of the men's competition. Uh, so it's, again, doing some great stuff down in Brazil. I can also let you know that if, you know, we talk about things that are happening in the U.S. promoting the game, youth, we'll talk about that here in a minute as well, with teams that promote youth you know, growth of rugby league, right. the team down there, my team in Brazil, Avery. So in case you didn't know my team down in Brazil is Uratau. Oh, uh, yeah. one well, because boy. love that name, uh, two, yeah. because they do some great stuff on social media over on Instagram. For those of you that only are on Twitter, but if you go to Instagram, Uratau is doing some great stuff. They constantly posting reels. They're in like four or five, uh, different children, uh, kids schools down there. Um, we're talking with some of the guys, uh, who are down with Uratau here, uh, like I said, here in like a couple of weeks, just trying to organize that. But um, looks like we'll be good uh, to get some some interviews with some of the Uratau players, with some of the other guys in Brazilian Rugby League, and with some of the ladies in Brazilian Rugby League too, ah, who will yes, be going indeed. to play in the Rugby World Cup. Rugby League World Cup. Just We know it in a minute, but there we go. And that will wrap up one of our favorite segments, oh Scores. From around the Americas. The Americas, 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 Americas. (laughs) All right. Well, Jim. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. All right. This is another another segment as as we can lead to. And this is a little more discussion. (laughs) Oh, boy. So this this is going to blow Avery's hat off. The famous Avery (laughs) hat is going to go flying on this one. So... This is the rumors and whispers section. I know everybody loves this. This is what you've all been waiting for. This is why you're here. You're hate listening to this because you want to hear what we're going to say so you can get mad and yell at us on Twitter. So here you go. Get your, get your open your Twitter. I'll, I'll give you a second. You ready? Rumors, oh. and rumors and whispers. And whispers. So <laughs> California Rugby League, who has been pretty silent for most of the year, almost entirely, uh, is planning. So we hear to announce a new competition. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we mentioned last time that Utah is involved. There are teams in Utah. Now, it makes sense because Utah has the largest Polynesian slash Pacific Islander population in this country. Uh, that's the, the biggest concentration of them. Uh, that's why the MLR team is is Polynesian branded. Uh, we hear whispers now, small birds and other woodland creatures are telling us that this will include... Uh, all of the teams in Northern California, so your 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 Immortals, Dead Pelicans, um, those guys, Boston, the New York Freedom, the Brooklyn Kings, uh, and a new men's team or two in the Carolinas. Oh my goodness! Uh, okay, yeah. so that's we, that's interesting. It's very interesting. And the Dead Pelicans uh, on on the Instagram on the gram as the kids call it holding their camp. Yeah. They're holding the camp. 
for something that they refer to as, and I have to take a, a deep breath here. When when Dustin tagged me in this on Instagram, I was laying in bed and I woke up and I got the I got the notification and I laughed so I almost fell out of bed really. Um, okay, here we go, folks. They referred to it as the USA National Rugby League Nines Championship Circuit. One more time for, the, for those of you who aren't the, following along. Oh my god. The USA National Rugby League Nines Championship Circuit. So if you're gonna try to make that, gonna try to make that into like, you know, an acronym, that is the USA NRL Nine CC, which I used to do medical. <laughs> I used to do medical coding in a past job, and that's 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 like percent medical code. That's a medical code, man. That's like if someone comes in and they have something wrong with their liver. That's the that's, hey. oh yeah man. Yeah, USA well, NRL <laughs> Got a, oh man, he had the liver transplant, dude. He's got the yeah. Type that in. It's USA NRL nine CC. That's that's what that is. Yeah. So very interesting. So, yeah. So, so they made that post, right? So so what I'm wondering, right, Jim? We talk about this CRL planning. I, I've I've been sent whispers like the news train is coming from from un, unnamed sources, and you've been sent stuff all the time. Yeah. Right. That th- these these secret like coded messages that come to Jim mm. and I in, in the podcast channel. Um, so what I'm wondering is, is this the, the dead pelicans that they're talking about? They're holding a, They're holding a, a camp, right? Uh, basically a player identification camp. This camp yeah. that they're holding, is this the USANRL 9CC uh, WWF uh, ECW BYOB BYOB WHA WMD is this the competition that 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 uh that the crl is planning to announce i i guess i'm assuming that's the only assumption one can make i mean and and my question would be if you're going to have something that big why wouldn't you and maybe they did i don't know i mean seeing as you're in northern california anyway right british columbia is only two states away and are super active so why not then try to get them involved? Jim, because like, it's the USA. I know, I know. Yes, right. Well, you know, the listen, the Toronto Blue Jays are in the American League. So yeah. <laughs> what what the hell? Because technically <laughs> Toronto is in America. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yes, technically. I know, right? See, there there's that. Oh so, man. Anyway, oh, so man. that's my that's that's my thought. Like, right. So I'm thinking it has know, to be. We're we're connecting the, the the strings with our pinpoints on the wall, adding all these things up. Uh, from what we can deduce is that um, this USARL nines CC again not official. We could be wrong, yeah. But we we've been waiting for an announcement we're, from California Rugby League. We're not the ones who said it. No, nope. we're not the ones who People said send it. Send us stuff. Yeah, we and our, all of our sources are uh, all of our sources are anonymous. Um, and yeah, I mean, and not only that, but I mean, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the Pelicans put that on Instagram and then yeah. uh, U.S. Women's RL said that they were being invited to something called the National Nines. Yeah, so, which is a new thing. Mm-hmm. So something's going on. Yeah. We're, we're not making this stuff up, people. If you post things on social media, you that is fair game. <laughs> you, yeah. you spilled the beans on yourself. Uh, yeah. Avery, would you would you deduce the same thing from that that we are uh, from all from all the information that you've heard? <laughs> <laughs> to an extent, yes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're extrapolating out. So. But, so, but here's here's the other part, right? The mm. question for this news and whispers is: 
how are they going to play New York, Carolina? We'll call it all over the place. I mean, wherever California, Utah, I mean, that's, like, it's, it's the vast, the it's vast a national league. league. Right. Yeah. I mean, and one, you know, we've, we've needed a national league and, and God knows if you, if, if, you know, the FBI agent ever who, who, who tracks me ever looks at my DMS with Avery, Avery and I have been talking about this for, I don't even know, <laughs> uh, three years now, Avery, four years, we've been talking about yeah. the need for a, na- a nationwide, uh, well, we, Avery and I talk about a nationwide transnational league so yeah we, we, we definitely need that yeah i mean we definitely need it but but yeah that's logistically unless you have a you healthy know amount of, a healthy amount of money i was gonna say you need one thing to do that <laughs> exactly a lot of money yes it, it, it can have it can have american presidents on it it can have former canadian prime ministers on it it can have the queen on it but it needs to be legal tender for, <laughs> exactly for it's got it's got to be somebody's legal tender because I mean the only way I can see that working if if we're gonna if this is gonna be amateur or even semi pro is if you have you know no no interleague you know no cross conference play and then at the end of the year and East Coast West Coast. Coast yeah have East Coast West Coast and then even then you know to to save money play it in the middle somewhere I mean. I I know this is kind of far fetched, but so is everything else in rugby league in in the United States and Canada. Like I, I my I don't know what happened with the Stockyarders, and I would love to see them come back because I love Chicago. And my this is my this is my free advice. You can take this idea and run with it if you want to. Go right ahead. Uh, just send me a T shirt. Have your championship event in Chicago and have it be like quote unquote hosted by the stockyarders and maybe that would be able that maybe that would kickstart people coming back out and playing for them so they can get back on their feet and and you know have more players to get back out on the field but yeah flying from LA to you know or, or LA or or whatever Sacramento to to Sacramento to Boston not cheap I've five and a half hour flight not cheap I, Sacramento airport is awesome uh it, it's great but it ain't it's not cheap and uh yeah. I, I I would be a lot better if you did it in the middle. It'd probably be easier if if you did it in the middle of the country. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All but right. Any other more. rumors? Yeah, there's more rumors and whispers. More. So, uh, our our beloved our beloved wolf pack. The uh, put my wolf pack hat on. It's actually packed that I can't put it on. It's it's here somewhere. <laughs> I have my wolf pack hat. Uh, they have they have they've come out of their hibernation i know everybody was very excited about this they posted they posted on twitter for the first <laughs> time since january uh that they're that they're coming back and that the uh that they were staying quiet because they didn't know what was going on and we can debate the intelligence of that maneuver but uh they have announced that they're coming back and that the uh the north american rugby league yes oh my whisper it quietly uh is coming back on July the twenty third of two thousand and twenty two, Heavenly Lord, this that's the whisper. Act, that's the whisper, right? Remember, this is just small woodland creatures are telling us this. Um, <laughs> this is just what we're hearing. So it may actually, we may actually see it. It could be real. Um, and uh, the final block, at least this part anyway, uh, the the Canadian Canada Rugby League CRLA. Um, have have thrown their support as as the British like to say, 
uh, behind NIRL, and they gave us put put a we need a we, we need to have like morning zoo crew effects here, man. Uh, <laughs> we got an official statement. Yes, we got an official statement from CRLA, which is awesome. We love official statements. We like when people you, talk Josh. to us on the record. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thank you for you know manning up and giving us an official statement. And others should do the same. You know who you are. Uh, so here we go. CRLA says, "Quote: The CRLA believe that a strong professional rugby league competition in North America assists with their ability to grow the game domestically, as it offers players pathways and an opportunity to play professional rugby league in Canada, should they wish to make rugby league a career." End quote. Avery, you're as the Canadian. This must. This has to excite you, right? The one Wolfpack back, live, live and active again, right? Yes. And, and support from CRLA. That's huge. No, getting your name body to throw the support behind the Wolfpack and the NARL is a massive. That's a massive show of support. It's mass for in in terms of like just in public. You need a you need that support from the CLRA. So that's huge to see that. And yeah, the Wolfpack coming back now. People need to temper their expectations because, of course, it won't be Super League level players coming in again. It won't be the same like what it was, but to still have them back again to an extent, even the NARL. Uh, NARL is great to see because the Wolfpack game, like what the Wolfpack did in terms of getting rugby league exposure across the entire country was huge because I, I said before at the gym, like years ago, you would never see someone wearing your hat of a rugby league team outside of, say, Ontario. I saw people in Edmonton and Calgary wearing Wolfpack gear, which is like, wow, you guys pay, pay attention at West. That's incredible. That's amazing. And yeah, and, and in terms of like game day experience, Wolfpack games were so much fun to go and be around. And the team as a whole was great to interact with. You know what? Even though, yes, the whole team Wolfpack thing beforehand was very quiet, here's a great chance for them now to be more transparent and say, hey, here's who we are before the season starts up because it's going to be so imperative for the new Wolfpack Ocean Group to be transparent, tell the locals in Toronto and in Ontario going forward now, here's who we are and here are our plans going forward. Because there are many in Canada and Ontario that were mad about the silence and were mad that the Wolfpack ownership was only being referred to themselves as Team Wolfpack. Because for a very long time, we still don't know exactly who Team Wolfpack is. It's right. still a faceless entity of investors. So going forward, you know, great to have you know, great to have them back. Great to have backing back from the from the actual um, getting body in Canada. But now, be transparent and tell all of us going forward who you are exactly before you play games again. Yeah, I, amen. <laughs> man, I, I just stopped the show right there. No, right, no. that's it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, done. It's over. We're going home. Uh, thanks, everybody. Drive home yeah, safe. Thanks. Uh, there is one bit of uh, of whisper and rumor that uh, I f- I forgot to put on there, right? So you oh don't maybe Jim, you don't know about this. So oh. uh, we have received um we, we have received a a notification from someone um th- that an email was sent out. We actually have the email itself uh, from the the head of the USRL asking. Um, to support the nomination that the Ru- Illinois Rugby League Raptors um, would be affiliated with the USARL. So that was, this is, this is like two or three weeks old. So I just want to clarify that. So two or three weeks old, this is what's come out, um, that, that this motion was 
they, they were like a motion and a vote. Along with that, we hear the whispers, the whispers, the whispers, the whispers, Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> um, that the that in this email that was sent out that Peter Ilfeld actually asked for the Illinois Rugby League Raptors to not only become an affiliate member, but also be represented on the board of directors, mm. which given the recent issues um, with the governance and the changes um, would kind of almost feel like you're stacking the deck. Would it not? Yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure. A little bit. Network. Just, just, so, just a again, little bit there. These are, these are what people have sent us of rumors and whispers, um, but that seems to be interesting. Uh, we have reached out, and I have not received any message uh, of confirming or denying that. So um, would like to hear some information on that. I, I have heard that the, the one person that's kind of like an, an affiliated uh, with this, with the board has said that they were granted um, an affiliation with the USAR, but not granted a board level seat because the IRL did not like that. Well, <laughs> given that's, the, we, that's what we needed. They're trying to redo the board, right? Anyway, more, more chaos. We needed yeah. more chaos. Con controversies, right? Uh, so that's the, <laughs> Do the print that's, song. yeah, that's, that's the fun part. Um, anyway, so th there, there's some rumors and whispers. We have actual news that we can report to Jim. Hey. Uh, I'm going to skip onto that and we'll keep moving forward. Uh, Mexico is starting back up, right? Mexico rugby league. They've been quiet for a little bit. And on an Instagram yeah. post, they said, after a long time of inactivity, we've decided to resume, uh, and start taking the decision to hold small lightning tournaments in September of this year with the objective to develop a competitive game season for 2023 uh, with which we will seek the development and inclusion of Mexico uh, of rugby league. Like we've been doing all these years, seeking the participation of Mexico in internal matches and men's and women's category. The place where uh, uh, will it take place is still to be confirmed. And we're looking for men's and women's team who want to participate. Good for Mexico. If you could say that 10 times fast. Yeah, I know. Right. That, that's, 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 I mean, no, that's awesome. I mean, just, you know, this is kind of like the reverse of soccer where, you know, the United States and Mexico have been the traditional powers and Canada has, has slowly been rising in, 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 it's like the reverse. It's like Canada is the biggest power in the, in the region in rugby league. And then we're kind of in the middle and then Mexico kind of hadn't existed in a little while. So yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, I would love to see, you know, a, a tri-nation series, you could you could sell that to anybody. I mean, even if you don't know what rugby league is. I yeah. mean, if you had a U.S. versus U.S. versus Mexico versus Canada game, at I'm not going to say Red You're Bull. Jamaica in that too, by the way. I'm just like, oh no, you, know. you would fit. Yo, Jamaica could definitely be in there. Absolutely, <laughs> and then that would make it even better. I mean, you yeah. probably couldn't have it at Red Bull Arena at this stage, but you could definitely sell out like the Brooklyn Cyclones venue on yeah. Coney Island easily. Yeah. With something like that, especially yeah. if you held it around like the West Indian Parade in New York City. Oh, my God. Forget yeah. about it. Um, other news. Uh, Puerto Rico is uh, uh, some interesting stuff going on with Puerto Rico Rugby League. Apparently, the U.S. is no longer the only country with infighting. No. So the, well, I mean, yeah, Puerto, there Rico, was a, Puerto Rico is part of the United States. They're, yeah, I know. They're like, also Americans, America. but as far as for the for the. Uh, for the t for the purposes of international rugby league, Puerto Rico is its own nation. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so apparently the uh, the original organ one of the original organizers of the Cokies um, has started a new rugby league organization called 
uh, Borican, uh, which is the original name of Puerto Rico. I hope I said that right. Um, and uh, Keith is his name. Basically, he came out on social media the other day. He stated that he no longer stands behind the Cokies because he wanted to play Roots in Puerto Rico for that first match or a return match, didn't really care, and claims that things had been shut down because the team wasn't competitive enough to play in Puerto Rico and no one in Puerto Rico was there to set things up. And he also said, yeah, I was left off the roster for the match against the USAR South. And you may say, holy moly, when's that happening? That's coming up. And I believe it's October is when the match yes. is going to take place. And so we will have a match between the USAR South All-Stars and Puerto Rico um, in Florida. And then I think he said, you know, basically, Akif said the goal was not to be a U.S. affiliate team, but rather a standalone Puerto Rico rugby league team. Um, we reached out to the Cokies for a response. They did give a response, and basically, uh, in, in no, I mean, they just said, listen, we've had disagreements. Um, our goal is to get two more games in. They want to do some more stuff. Um, and just a difference in opinions on how things should be run. Basically, the, Koki, the, the guys doing the Cokies right now made the selection. Akif was not selected in the match coming up with the USAR South. And so very upset, which, hey, listen, if you're a founding member, sometimes that, that, that's going to happen. So, right. um, again, infighting, the Cokies just basically said, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to be as unbiased. We want to just tell us, like, this is how we think it is. And listen, like, he, that, that's just part of what, what the game is doing right now. So they were, they were very, you know... <laughs> They were very cordial. They asked not to put too much stuff out there, but just to know that they, they wish him well, that they can have a team in Puerto Rico, and the Cokies are going to continue to play. Ah, oh, I know. Right? You just There's... can't. We just, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for someone to pop up in Prince Edward Island and have Prince Edward Island Rugby League and like break away from, well, I guess that wouldn't make sense. Newfoundland, Newfoundland yeah. Republic Rugby League. Someone in Newfoundland do this. Saskatchewan Rugby League. I mean, right? How are we doing there? Yeah, right. Newfoundland was that would be funny. You know what? Hey, you never know. You never know. The rate in which teams have um, been appearing over the past couple of years might get it. I know. I mean, I, I know Newfoundland was the last. Newfoundland was the last. Uh, what was it? Joey Smallwood. They was the. They were the last province to join Canada. Yes. So, they 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 uh, they've got their own flag, you know. Somebody in Newfoundland, I want to see Newfoundland Rugby League have the logo be the dog, right? Be a Newfie, sure, you know. Oh my gosh! Or a bottle of moose head, and then <laughs> like you know, and then, like, just so Canada isn't left out in the breakaways. I don't yeah. want I don't want them left out. Our Canadian friends. Uh, one final bit of news. Uh, we'll do news. Uh, is that Argentina? rugby league uh they made a post on social media which indicates they are not dead like we all thought that's, that's <laughs> please please continue to exist like that's the thing i understand i i know people are busy we, we keep coming back to this i know people have lives i know people are busy god knows i'm packing up my whole life right now like i completely understand but just take a minute of you you know if you're eating lunch or something or you're you're running to well i'm running to dunks i mean if you're, you're, you're running to Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. If you're going to Timmy Ho's, if you go, if you're going to get your, if you're going to get your double double, you know, I mean, wherever you are, take out your phone and tweet or post on Instagram and just let us know you're alive. We just want proof of life, man. Which yeah, just if you're a rugby league team, just let us know. Exactly. We just want to know that you're alive. And now I really want a bear claw from Tim Hortons. So Avery, go if you could just run out. 
<laughs> Head out for me and I'll give you my address. And no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Okay. Well, th- that's all for the news segment, right? Well, the, the that kind of news. We have one last news section, but I want to get to controversies real quick. Oh, boy. And I'm going to let Avery go with yes. the first controversy. <laughs> Avery. Yes. What controversy <laughs> would you like to let us know that has existed <laughs> for the past couple of weeks? <laughs> oh gosh, a controversy. Oh my god, hang on one thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking one second here. Oh, sorry. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, bang. <laughs> I don't I don't know here a second ago. Lucky lucky me. I have like 9,000. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yes. All right. Canada Day. What day is Canada Day? What day is Canada Day? <laughs> oh, Canada Day, as you guys assumed, it was July 3rd. Canada Day actually is on July 1st. Can, can you tell us what Canada Day is, just for the, those, our listeners who, who are not American and or Canadian? <laughs> okay, for those who do not know, and Canada Day is 1867 was when Canada was a formally became a nation, and Canada Day on July 1st when the country celebrates the formation of Canada from 1867. The, it, this year celebrated 155 years of Canada becoming a nation. Yeah, it, it, there, there is no truth to the rumor that that is also the last time that the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup. Oh, those listening to show in Ontario are going to love that. The, the people in Ontario are going to love this uh, episode right now. Just oh, there, yeah, right. passing yeah. up their hockey team. We're one of their hockey teams. They already yeah. don't like me. They know I'm a yeah. Bruins fan. They, they, yeah. I'm already the bad guy. Well, it's a, so that we, controversy was actually last week when we were talking about they were they were off for Canada Day. I yeah. I said they'll be off on the third, which is <laughs> Canadian Independence Day. Which and is I didn't stop you. And I, it, th- you this agreed is, with me, actually. By the way, like I just want to let you know, I went back and listened. So we got pointed out. Fault. Uh, we do love that those people in Canada, those especially for the who work for the CRLA were very gracious in letting us know that, hey, did I just hear you say that July 3rd was <laughs> Canadian Independence Day, I, just I, as I, in America on the 4th? I know what it is, and I know what day it is, and for some reason, I didn't stop you. I, Honestly, I heard it. I did too. That's the bad thing. <laughs> I heard it, and I let it go, and I don't know why. I used to live in Canada. Like, I know this. I'm friends with most I'm of so, the nation. I'm, I'm friends with most in of Canada. In Canada today. In Canada. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, I Avery. Yeah, I have at least I have at least one friend in every province. Like I should be beaten. They're gonna like throw beer at me next time I'm up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will. As I, I will say, as as you are our Canadian guest, yes, uh, that I apologize uh, for anyone that I've offended <laughs> for claiming that this Canada is, Day was on July third. This is us apologizing <laughs> to a Canadian. This never happens. I know, this right? You <laughs> should be apologizing. I'm going to be apologizing. Yes, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the role be reversed in that situation. Americans I, I, apologizing. I Americans apologizing to a Canadian. It is truly a new world. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. Okay. Real quick. Cool, real quick. There are there are one segment I want to talk about, um, yes. and it is who did I piss off this week? Well. 
<laughs> so so here, here's the thing. This this whole situation, when we first started this, we really <laughs> thought that Jim was going to be the one that got blocked all the time. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that this happened, that you're the bad guy. I'm the really loud, sarcastic person that like half of English rugby league hates. Yeah, and right. somehow you did this. I'm astounded so, by this. So anyway, so real quick here, I'll say it. So uh, Mr. Brian Lowe and the Rugby League Planet, uh, I criticized him for not doing uh, full good research on his posts. And he said, well, you should go do something, something. And I went, or you should just check your facts. And uh, he blocked me. So uh, I criticized Brian Lowe and sorry for that, whatever. I don't really care Um, for his poor writing. Literally, his writing is pretty subpar and i'm not even a journalist and i can tell that and his lack of fact checking uh the second person um uh, second group who i have gotten blocked by this week um unfortunately was <laughs> I, can't believe it. I can't believe it either so last last time on the podcast we talked about the cleveland rugby league pulling out of this uh, of narl right we talked about it they've to do some great stuff. I even said in the in my comment to them that they have done some great stuff for rugby league in Cleveland, in my home state. Like I was born in Ohio, born near Cleveland, so like even more so. And Mr. Gaddis uh, and Cleveland Rugby League did not did not like the fact that I said that they just didn't have a full number of squads, and so they posted a photo. And some comment about like, oh, do you get paid to do a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, Jim and I don't get paid to do a podcast. Nobody does because, you know, we do it for fun. I mean, you know, this is just out of pure, you know, enjoyment wanting to spread Mm -hmm. the love of the game, right? Love of the game. Um, Love of the game. So uh, the comment, you know, I said, if you want to if you want to comment and, you know, criticize us, then just tag us. We're fine with that. We can, we're all adults here. We can deal with this. The problem then became uh, that they posted a photo of their team or the photo of the team was from 2021, which was from last year. And I had multiple people reach out to me. So Monty, if you're listening, had no beef with you on that, but you blocked me and Cleveland blocked me from seeing any of their posts um, because I said, continue to go do Bowlby, which is fine. That's your thing. But you didn't have enough players. You never showed a video with you had more than seven players in any training session. And the photo was from 2021 when you guys were announced to the NARL and tried to Photoshop it to make it a little bit different. It looked like so that's my beef. And that's why they blocked me. Uh, well, I've managed to not. I, I, I'm. I'm astonished that nobody's nobody's blocked me because I get yelled at all the time, but not that's uh you're on a roll, Dustin. Next time next, we should we should like pick someone like who will who will block Dustin this week? I've been blocked by the USA before for I know and you're the nice one. You're the, the nice calm one. person on this show. I'm the raging sarcastic New Englander. Like I don't but yeah, I mean it's true. They're they're we don't have anything against Cleveland. It's just they don't have the numbers. Didn't like, have the numbers. Did go go not, play, go play, go play with play, the Raptors. Please, go play. I would love to see a game. Like I, I really, I think the test okay. is going to be. I've got they, kids over here. I've got what? training stuff in Cleveland right over here. Like that. Yeah, I, I mean, if if the if the if they don't play at Illinois flyover nines, then I think that's pretty much. Yep. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say an admission of guilt. But it's an admission that you don't have. That's the closest rugby league event that has ever been held other than the Chicago. So in the last three years, that's going to be the closest rugby league event held to Cleveland. Yep. So they they almost have to show up at that to to be legit in my yeah. eyes, yep. in my eyes. 
So there you go. Hey, Avery, Avery, what do you think, man? I'm sorry. I don't mean to leave you out. No worries. No, I find it so weird that that these teams are blocking or swarming like that because as a brand, I mean, of course, you don't want to be called out for having a lack of players, but it looks horrible as a team and as a team owner to be blocking podcasters or blocking reports for that because what you said, you weren't being offensive, you weren't being mean. You're pointing out fact about this team. And you know what? I mean, sure. I mean, sure. Keep it mad about that. I, I guess. Sure. But to block you for that, to me, I think is not a good look when what in, in whatsoever at all as a no, team owner and for a brand. It's not a good look. It's not yeah. a good look. It's not. Anyway, it's not a good look. There it is. That, that, that's long. Long. Hey, let, let's <laughs> a big thing came out today, Jim. Yes. Oh, I, I don't know if you wanted to cover that last. Oh, no. last. <laughs> yeah, the rankings, man. So rankings. Ah, the International Rugby League rankings, where the national teams are. And uh, oh boy. So this is this is this is fresh today. American, yeah, it's it's super fresh. Uh it, oh. if 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 you're an American, you, you may remember when we were in the top ten in the world uh a decade ago, a little under yep. a decade ago, nine years ago, we were we were in the top ten in the world. That is no longer the case. So uh, the 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 pertinent ones to us for doing a show about the Americas with a big S at the end. Uh, Jamaica is at 21. They're down three spots from number 18. I feel like I'm doing my music show. This is good. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. Casey, is, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Coming up on the uh, case case. Uh, Estados Unidos is at 27. 27 down three spots from where we were at the already embarrassing 24 that's we haven't played a game in three years uh, you haven't played a game in three years we don't know when they're going to play again we don't know who the coach is we don't know who's eligible we don't know if all these various competitions that we seem to talk about every single week what the deal is uh the the IRL review board uh led by Romeo Monteith from Jamaica has not yet let us know what's going on <sighs> big sigh yeah. just a just a big old sigh um big. no god i'm sorry i don't know i was just say big jump in the next one though oh no yes uh chile chi 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 le 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 chile 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 uh they are up 11 spots from number 43 to number 32 um, this one seems odd to me. Uh, Avery's Canada is at 38 and they're down two from 36, which I can only imagine is because they as well have not played in a little bit, uh, which is why the I mean, COVID, of course, but they really we really got to get that Colonial Cup thing going again. That that really needs to start happening every year, home and away, men's and women's. Yep. Um, and the final men's, well, you found two men's pertinent ones. Uh, Brazil is up two because they're doing stuff uh, from 42 to 40. When you do stuff, you move up. Look at that. And then uh, Colombia has not moved. They are 45. Yeah. Uh, the women, our guests, the Dominion of Canada is still at number six. They remain at number six. That's awesome. They're leading the way for this for this region. Uh, new to the rankings, as Casey Kasem would say, breaking into the charts. At number 15 is the U.S. women. Top 20. Never been on the rankings before. They're in there. First time. 
first time ever breaking into the charts. Uh, Brazil is at 17. And then also breaking into the charts, just a couple of spots below us. Argentina is at 19 and they are new to the rankings, which is which is pretty awesome to see new new teams, especially women's teams, uh, uh, breaking into it. So uh, on the women's side, all good news. Yeah. On the women's side, it's all good. Canada is in the top ten. That's awesome. Congratulations to the to the, to the Ravens. That's really cool. Uh, the Red Tails, the Red Tails, specifically the Red Tails. Right. So this is the controversy. This right. is, this even, is in the, even in the good news. It's controversy. It's controversy, right? Okay, yeah. so for, oh, go ahead. No, I, I no, no, no. Go no. You you know it better than I do. You 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 explain so the, it better. So the the USA Red Tails played against Canada up in in Vancouver uh, a couple months ago, and basically it was sanctioned by the USARL, which we all know, which we've talked about in the podcast. We had Josh uh, Josh Knight on. We had Gary Casey on. That all great. Got Peter Ifold gave us a letter and said. Thumbs up. Then the whole controversy of them coming back out as the USARL and stripping uh, the U.S. women's you know national team away, kind of away from Garen, Addy, and the guys who were working there, like and and adding their making them all hawks now ha- makes me go. So is this USA team? This is not the USARL who is ranked at 15. This is the USA Women's Rugby League, right? Right, because you haven't played as a USARL women's hawks. You no. played as the Red Tails. Right. Uh, Avery, explain that to me. You never throw make him do it. That's a, that's a tough one to explain. That's like that. I'm not sure I can explain that one fully yet. <laughs> right, but but you see where the controversy is, right? So you you the team that is ranked is actually not the team that's currently represented by the U.S. governing body. Like that, it's so. I get it. It wouldn't happen in any other sport. Only rugby. It's a very rugby league issue to have. You wouldn't see this happening in any other sport that has international rankings for teams. It wouldn't happen. No, 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 no. Just, no, just, just this one. Just, just, just this one. This is crazy. This is, this is where this. This is where this happens, and we don't know why, and we can't seem to make it stop. Which, which is the, which is the problem. <laughs> Oh, oh, the, the joys of this well gentlemen that's a lot of stuff to cover in one day uh <laughs> Avery, um you know what are your kind of parting thoughts about you know obviously you're joining us we joke around mm-hmm. you're giving some opinions on some stuff but we're just trying to figure out like hey how do you how are you seeing obviously you gotta be feeling good up there in canada knowing that the wolf pack's coming back narl looks to be ramping back up rlbc is doing great and we're down here in the u.s trying to scrounge for pennies you know what (laughs) (laughs) i was in this every loves this every loves this because for once in sports it's the americans that are broke and it's the canadians that have their their shit together and it's (laughs) Yeah, it's not just pennies. It's just, just we're just scrapping around trying to get things organized, and we can't. Anything, man. You know, it's a it's a good sign that you know what there is still life in Kenya Rugby League. There is still life in there because 
the Wolfpack going down could have been a major blow to the game as a whole. Like I said earlier, though, um, Ontario is still striving. Ontario is still doing good things. BC is still doing good things. The women's team is going to play in a World Cup. So there are still many positives towards the game in this country, which I like. And to support that again, before 2017, the sport was really only on the fringes of attention in this country. What has been growing from 2017 has put the sport in a bigger spotlight. There's only more room to grow. And I hope with the World Cup, I hope the World Cup does get more attention here. Women's team deserves the attention for playing an international tournament, which in the years past didn't happen. So I hope this November they get more love for for not, not, not just myself and you guys, but from a national broadcaster, because playing the World Cup should be a big deal for the sport in this country here. Yeah, I think not not just there, but also here too, right? Yeah, that, um, I mean, absolutely. That, that, yeah. that, very well said, sir. That's very that, well said. That, that we got we got we, we got to like read some thesauruses or something, so we don't sound so silly when we have you on. That's that's <laughs> right. much yeah. he's much better at, at, at the talking part so, than we are. So eloquent, he really. Thank is. you guys. I appreciate Just, that. I'm telling you. Well, Jim, any any parting thoughts that are as eloquent as what? Oh. Uh, Oh no, Avery. no, God no, no, it, uh, no, no. Avery, Avery, Avery has me beat here. This, this is like when earthquake body slammed uh, the big boss man. No, this is. No, he's, he's, he's showing your age there, eh, Jim? Uh, a little bit, but you are too because you got the reference. So. <laughs> I've been wrestling oh, since I was a little kid, so you know, I, I've been watching wrestling thousand diapers, so I you, understood that quite you well. Know, you know the oh, Canadian? Didn't they used to call him? Wasn't he the Canadian earthquake in the beginning? I think he was, and then they, he had the little Canadian flag on his on his little on his. Little Yes. Body suit there, yeah, earthquake and typhoon. Earthquake and typhoon. Anyway, there we go. Well, we, uh, we Avery, we do appreciate uh, you joining us for this uh, this episode of uh, Rugby League in America. Obviously, exactly. if they want to follow you, you have the easiest Twitter <laughs> handle in the history of the world. A V R Y at Avery. That's it. So you know, go, I got that. Go follow Avery. I joined Twitter back in two thousand and nine, back when it was possible to get a four letter Twitter handle. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. You can't, you can't get those anymore, so that's for sure. No, you can't. Uh, he's I, got his I, own show. So go ahead, Jim. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, yeah. Pump up Avery. He deserves it. Oh, I say he's got his own show. You can go listen to him and have, let him talk about hockey. And hopefully, as the Wolfpack continue to go on, you'll talk more about some Wolfpack, and we can, uh, who knows, get some uh, some Alberta rugby league going on over mm-hmm. there. Oh, of course, I'll see as much yeah, of the Wolfpack. I got to give them credit too. I know the old PR guys. I've never in my life had a PR team after a game offer me to come and stay with them and eat. And drinking a beer garden. That, that was hilarious. Like PR teams don't do it to the media. Like that is a after a game, like that doesn't happen among PR teams to media <laughs> post game. Like their whole but staff was so, so good to deal with. But it does in Canada. He also does a great job covering the Edmonton Elks. You do a great job. Thank as you. much as Thank I you, as much as I do not like them. We'll talk about that later amongst ourselves. If you're the football code, I will cover it somehow. See, there you, you go. go. That's that's why we needed to bring you on. That's why we got him on. We'll have him on again. Um, Jim, really appreciate it, man. If hey. you want to follow Jim on Twitter and go unblock him or something, bereft I, of the dial. Please, I'm the bad guy. Don't block Dustin. Dustin is a nice, calm, collected <laughs> individual. He's he's he, he's yeah, <laughs> don't block Dustin. Dustin is nice. You you can follow Dustin. Oh, you go ahead. You tell you tell no, him. A man, a man with a mic. A man with a man mic. With a mic. So, 
man with a mic. I say a mic. Like so that's that's what man that's underscore what with underscore a underscore a mic. Because <laughs> I can't get a four letter Twitter handle. So no, we didn't um, all we didn't all join you wanna, we did. You want to follow us on the podcast? It's uh, podcast RLA on Twitter and on Instagram. It is RLA podcast. Yeah, this has been a this has been a jam packed episode full of good good stuff. Lots of news from all across the western hemisphere once again uh, once from rio de janeiro to whistler we we, yeah. we got it all in there we got it all in there uh, you know there. we, we brought in we brought in a canadian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we brought in a man from alberta for god's sakes uh always good jim appreciate it always good no, chatting with you man awesome we'll, man we'll, uh, catch back up in a couple weeks and talk more rugby league this has been rugby in america